Hey guys, the 25th episode of Roll the Row is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a multi-mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear from a collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box. Because you listen to this podcast, you can get 10% off by going to TryLootCrate.com slash row. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. Thanks, and let's start the show. This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. Hey everybody, you all pal fear in is here of the FYFC Podcast Network. And I've been asked by Roe to go ahead and grab the reins for World of Roe 25. This might be a mistake. No, I'm just kidding. We have been together for quite a while talking about different things. I got to be on episode 1 and then again on episode 10. And between then, he, he had grown so much. But between 10 and now 25, this man has honed his craft. He knows what he wants to talk about. He knows how to interview people. So... I can't wait to sit down and, and chat a little bit about the the whole spectrum of how he got started and and everything in between because you know there's going to be tangents with us. We can't stay on topic. And um, honestly, it, it's been fantastic on my end to watch my little Miho grow from such a boy to a, a teenage. I'm going to say he's just a teenager now. I'm sure he's got a little bit of growing to do before he can be the man. Actually own the world of Roe. Right now, he's just leasing it. No, I'm just kidding. He's doing a great job. Every episode is great. Um, but there's not much more that I can say. Just sit back, relax. You're about to hear a fantastic story of a guy who had no talent, <laughs> who then discovered the medium that he could definitely rule. And now we just simply live in the world of Roe. <laughs> What's up, man? How much? I can't believe you keep inviting me back. Well, you know why? I don't know. Because you, by now, by now, I would assume your fans have written many letters saying, "Please stop having that crazy Canadian on." You're a, you're a big draw, you know. I'm a big draw. You're a draw, yeah, man. I, I like that. Yeah, you like that. Was that that's it? I'm a big draw. You're a big you draw, coming? first off, and you're my buddy, mm-hmm. and going. I. <laughs> You, appre- you appreciate great stuff, and uh, you know you're you're one of the first few people I met in, in this uh, in this industry, and I've said that many times. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wanted you to do this, so it would only work to have it would. The only way this would work is if we had Fear on for twenty five, and he hosted the World of Row. What a crazy concept! It's a great concept. It's like someone you get in a foxhole with or or in a podcast booth with in this case and mm-hmm. someone who's been a big help a big help and influence I don't know about influence but uh someone who's helped me greatly it only makes sense to bring you back and have you do this Well thanks brother I uh, I appreciate it man and um like we've we've talked quite a bit like we talk all the time We do so I and I think that's why when you approached me originally with this at first I was like dude I don't know what the hell I'm gonna say because 
I can't. I'm not much of an interview guy. I'm a conversationalist. I like to just sit and talk. Um, as which you are a good interviewer, man. Oh, you like, think so? Thank you. I appreciate that. No, nah, honestly, and uh, like I just listened to your last episode. Yes, was it yesterday? Yeah. And uh, man, leaps and bounds from the first time I heard you. Is that sarcasm? Does it sound? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, thank you. I appreciate that. You know what it is? I think it's the confidence piece and being able to do it, you know? Well, I think it's a combination of that. It's it's skill. I mean, people are born with it. You, anybody can talk, but not everybody can talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You, you know how to carry a conversation. You know how to move things along, ask the right questions, all that good shit. That's a good um, shit. Yeah, that is good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know man you're like poking the bear I'm gonna start asking you crazy shit that's fine ask away wait a minute I don't know I have a bad feeling about this you better watch it alright All right. so <clears throat> what got you into podcasting oh, sir come on man really the people wanna know okay alright so um I started listening to podcasts maybe about four years ago, and I listened to a couple of them. One was uh, The Art of Wrestling by Cole Cabana. I liked his podcast a lot. Wrestling. Wrestling. You're from Canada, so you know what wrestling is. Damn right. And you know, he. Stampede uh, Wrestling. You what's that? Stampede Wrestling. Oh, Calgary. yeah, man. Dude, yeah, you're, that's right, man. Do the, a lot of the hearts still live out there? Uh, yeah. Well, I know Brett does for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else is still around. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I listened to his, and I really liked the style of it. You know, the format, and I kind of sampled a lot of that in my own show. And what I found out was because I, I I found out who. <laughs> Oh shit! There is Best there is. the hitman, dude. That's gold right there. <laughs> I like that. Um, so he, <laughs> I I like this format. So uh, I found out he listened to a lot of Marion. So I started listening to Marion. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like what he's doing. So you know, I, I took a little bit of that. Then you know, obviously, I listened to so I I ventured out and listened to so many different ones, and I. I just didn't have the guts to do it by myself. The whole goal was for me to do it by myself, so I put it off for like two years, till I finally did it. But then we did the co-hosting pick and row show, and then uh, that's how we met. You know, we you uh, we I found you guys from you know on on Twitter. So yeah, so it's been it's been like uh, two years in the making, two and a half years to get it going, and uh, it was really just wanting to go out and do it. You know, I think. Um, I found I, I had something that I wanted to get out, get out there and find, you know, share with the world and whatever. And I, I felt like I could do it my own way. And the Twitter networking thing has really helped out a lot because I going into this, I had no idea how or who or what I was going to talk, talk about or do. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Now shut the fuck up. Okay. Because you're going too quick. So let's go back. Okay. So you're listening to these guys and you're too scared to venture onto your own. What okay. was the fear? What what was causing you to not want to do that? I think the ability to talk on a microphone. You just think you didn't have the confidence at the time to do it? Right. I was nervous, confident, and then the technical aspect of it I didn't understand completely. 
Yeah, for a lot of people, the tech aspect is kind of scary. Very. It could be and intimidating, like, man. Well, I'm not going to lie. Without having a razor, I probably wouldn't be doing it. You could totally do Well, I may, yeah. Was it his idea or was it yours? For the podcasting, yeah. it was kind of a, it was a mutual thing. Oh, was a See, mutual. For, for me, my uh, podcasting bug started even before podcasting was a thing. So essentially, back in the day, um, I would I listened to a lot of radio, and, and there was a couple of morning shows that I really liked. Um, one that I still listen to today, actually. Is it like a like on a radio station, like a rock radio station or something? Yeah, yeah. They were originally on eighty nine X out of Windsor, Detroit. Now they're on the the Riff, um, and uh, it, they just shoot the shit. And they they're not like any other uh, radio station sort of bullshit fluff like they talked about crazy news and all kinds of stuff and stuff that really inspired me yeah and then a combination of that and i remember uh getting adam sandler's cds oh yeah he did skits and shit yeah and so me and my friends would sit around back in the day and uh we would write our own skits on like tape decks and shit right and so we would just hit record and make stuff up as we went and we ended up having like these like totally hilarious conversations on tape that we would then pass around to our other friends to listen to. And That's badass. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Essentially, that was podcasting. Only it was like archaic, but I mean that's right. what we had, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now that we're in the digital age, it's so so much easier and so different. Like, but we always had these conversations. Like, even as we got older, you go yeah. and high school and college and we would just have these conversations and we'd be like fuck man i wish we could just record that so other people could listen to it yeah that's so what yeah that, that's a really good story i had no idea that about that but you know i think we've all we've all done it at at one point or or the other where we record ourselves on tape cassette a few few episodes back when my dad was on he was talking about how he him and his friend used to do that and I mean, I tried that because you know what, man, the, I saw the first time I saw pump up the volume, I thought, man, that Christian Slayer is fucking cool when he's talking on a microphone and <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Okay, dude. I mean, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a cult like movie, but it, I mean, I thought it was, that was cool. The idea behind that. I mean, and then he had like this different, have you seen that movie? You know, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. yeah and he was like a real introverted person, you know? And then when he went on went on the mic and he started saying all this shit, you know, causing chaos, he was like this extrovert guy full of confidence. So I kind of related related to it a little bit because I'm a very introverted person, believe it or not. I mean, you probably do believe that because I, I'm a real kind of laid back, real quiet type guy. If I don't know somebody, I'm just real, I don't know, introverted. It's just, it's, so this was like, that was a big, another, conf, like the confidence piece was going to that, so. That's cool, man. Actually, something that a lot of people don't know is I'm exactly the same way. Are you? Yeah, man. If I if I don't know people, I'm not cracking jokes. I'm not. I just I feel it out. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I say some crazy stuff. You say a lot of crazy shit. So I like to find out whether or not said crazy stuff is gonna <laughs> cause this person to have a meltdown or not. Right. Um, uh. <laughs> and, and yeah, man, that's kind of always, uh, I've, I've always been like just kind of a quiet guy and, uh, but funny, everybody always told me I was funny for years. Everybody was always like, man, you need to do stand up. You need to do stand up. Yeah. And, uh, the thought of doing stand up scared the shit out of me. 
Yeah, it, it can be. Int- have you ever tried it? I wrote a set once back in college, and I was going to go down to Yuck Yucks. Yeah. Um, and they had like a uh, free mic or whatever the fuck they call it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the set, and I, I was I was going to do it, man. And then I had a dream that nobody laughed. Oh shit! And I just. I, I threw the fucking set out. Never thought about it again. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I could probably do it now. Oh I don't yeah, care. yeah. I, like, I, I wouldn't even care if nobody laughed. I, I would be laughing. It would be hilarious to me. Yeah. But, hey man, at least he wrote a, a bit or whatever a set. That's that's pretty badass. I you know, uh, that's that's got to be really hard. To, I mean, I've talked to a couple of people that do that, and if you have the ability. First off, to just have the courage to get up there and do it, then everything else kind of falls into place, you know, or having the talent and everything, right? Oh, if you think it's funny, then it's probably going to be funny. I, I think it would be just the way you presented it. Oh, and that's a, it's a, it's an art form, man. It's a skill in its own. Just like podcasting is, the the more you do it, the the more you figure out how to how make sure works. there's no pauses, no ums, no ahs, no this, that. Yeah. It's the same. You want to be up there. You want to make sure that the bits that are going to kill are going to kill, that you leave a little space here and there, but you want to make sure you get as much jokes in as possible. And Definitely. I've got nothing but respect to people, to comedians, man. It's it's, it's an amazing thing. It is definitely an amazing thing. But uh, so <laughs> you, you got the fear. You're thinking, uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah. Um, so what what started it? What finally pushed you into? You know what? I'm gonna hit the record button. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally put a product out of myself. The product out for you're talking about like for this whole concept. Podcasting, brother. <laughs> I'm overthinking it here. No, you yeah. know what? Okay, you know what it was. Okay, so this time a year ago. Tell me about the first time you kissed a lady. Well, that was in. We'll get to that in a minute. Talk about podcasting. <laughs> first. <laughs> uh, um. Uh. Okay. So. Finally, like this time a year ago, Pick and I were still working together. And I said, because we had talked about it like in late 2013. We put it off, put it off, put it off. I said, look, dude, let's just fucking do it. He's like, okay, well, what are we going to call ourselves? I'm like, God damn it. Are you still really thinking about that shit? Let's just, let's just go do it. And he said, okay, well, then let's, let's just start the show. And I said, okay, well, he's like, well, we need mics. Okay, go get a mic. So he gets a mic. And that first episode, we shared like a... What the f- uh, Sam? I forget what kind of mic it is, but anyway, so he said we found a name, we made the Facebook page. So once I made the Facebook page, he said, "Okay, this is it. We're really doing this." I said, "I know we are. Let's do it." So finally, like in August, we record. We finally hit record. We used GarageBand, and we were so nervous. I was nervous. I think he was a little nervous. We didn't know what to talk about, so we kind of like thirty minutes of bullshit and talking about what we were what we were wanting to do. So the idea was, is if we do this podcast, it's going to be two guys talking about sports because him and I can bicker about everything sports related. So if he if I tell him I think so and so is a great basketball player, he's going to completely disagree. He's going to say this person. So that was the whole thing how it came it came to be because we would have these big freaking disagreements and like you said you know what people should hear this and let's hear what they have to say maybe they'll tune in every week so yeah, that's yeah. that's how it came to be so we did it but it was like <clears throat> I, I i can't go back and listen to that episode anymore especially the the fucking music was so atrocious 
<laughs> I went back uh, a while ago, and uh, I think it's good every once in a while, man, to go back. Yeah, and you got you got to listen to that because every you kind of I don't know about you, but I get in my own head and I'll be like, dude, fuck, we're not funny. Uh, these shows suck. I don't know what we're doing. And then I went back and I listened to the first episode of Lights Out Radio. Yeah, and it is abysmal. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's really bad. It's not as bad as the second. Or, yeah, I listened I to was, episode two. I think I told you that. And yeah, <laughs> like it sounded like the microphone was in my butt. And yeah. It was just really, really bad. But, you know, it, it just got me thinking. Like, uh, Facebook told me, what, two two days ago? I've been doing this for three years. Yeah, I saw that. And it's crazy to think about how much has changed from that show where we were like, let's, you know what, let's, let's do this. We'll record a conversation, we'll put it online, and we'll see what happens. Right, and that's kind of like what we went with with the mentality. And, like, so we went downstairs uh, I think I don't, I don't know if we all had mics or not. They're like rock band mics mm-hmm. plugged into a computer. Yeah, and we talked about a study that uh, a doctor was doing about breasts <laughs> and uh, the effects of wearing a bra on them. <laughs> and and it was it was the craziest study, and and we just started rapping about it and. I mean, like the, the the timing is not great, the sound quality is not great, but it, you could you can really see like the essence of what yeah. what is now, what what was gonna come from it, right? Um, so I mean, it's good to go back and you listen to that and re- remember how you started and what happened, and, and it kind of refocuses you a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I can see where you're see where you're coming from with that. And so I haven't I haven't listened to that episode in quite some time, and I think uh, I might do that now. But I have gone back because uh, there was one of my friends, he listened to the last episode of World of Row, and he said, you sound really comfortable now in your, when, when you're doing this, even like when you're talking by yourself and this. He's like, man, I, I just, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, wow, okay, this is pretty cool. So I went back and like I listened to from one, I mean, not all of them, but some of them, like the one we did episode one where I did the intro and then when we started talking and then I went to like three and then six and 10 or whatever. And, uh, I'm just like, man, okay. So I, I see where he's coming from because he's, he's been with me for literally from week one or, you know, episode one to now. So he, he sees it, he hears it. So that that was really nice to hear. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. good. You need people supporting you. Like, Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, and like that's what I try to do with like my guys, like you and like Clint and Ray, and like anybody that I can like just motivate them to keep going. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, that's, dude, it, it, I, I, and I appreciate the feedback you gave me the other day too. That was that was awesome, man. It made me feel pretty damn good. No, you do Thank a great, you. and I, I'm not, I'm not saying it because we're friends, but honestly, yeah. dude, you do a great job. It's a Thank great you. show. Appreciate it, and uh, and honestly, yeah, you get, you've come a long way. Like even even from the pick and row days to the world of row, like oh you, yeah, you've turned it up, man. Thank you, I appreciate that. It was, I think it was just more so of just once I, <laughs> you wet your beak a little bit and figure <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> you go in and you do the show for a little bit. You're like, okay, I can fucking do this, and that, I think that's where, you know, you just. You learn the tricks of the trade. And like you said, rock band mics, like uh, people in podcasting 101, you know, you, you learn that you need good microphones and you need better equipment. And 
and I like I told uh oh, fuck who and I was on podcast fiend I told I told Jeff that don't listen to like the 16 episodes of pick and row because they sound it sounds like shit because we're using USB mics and pick was using Adobe audition or whatever it was and it seemed it seemed like we could never get the audio files to sound just as good and it's like mm-hmm. oh my god this is so terrible we need to fucking get better equipment yeah man we went through a similar thing where uh, we had uh our buddies the dc show on yeah and so i mean there was the three of us on the show plus there was three i think it was three or maybe we had all four of them there mm-hmm. and the computer couldn't handle it it kept shutting down when oh, we were trying yeah. to do stuff and uh w- Razor's always been good at getting the quality to sound pretty decent, but it, right. it just the computer couldn't handle it. So the next day we went out and bought a board, and man, yeah. they make they make the world a difference. Oh yeah, dude, and and you know, I, I don't want to, I won't go into too much detail, but when I finally got my board, Razor, you know, man, had a lot of patience and like helped me set it up because I had no idea how to set up a board, and you know, I text him. Cause I still had that. I had his number when you and I and him text one time, and I was just like, "Dude, I'm gonna get a board. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So can you uh, kind of uh, tell me what I need to do?" He's like, "Yeah." Hey. Well, you know what? Actually, I didn't. I was kind of beating around the bush about it, but he offered to help. I'm like, "Dude, are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing anything today. Just uh, text me when you get everything, and you know, whatever." So, and I don't think I ever told you that story that it happened yeah or the whole thing you know i mean i'm not gonna you know he he t- he showed me some things and i mean dude like he he skype we skyped in and he remoted into my mac and he uh he made sure everything was good to go it was really nice of him to do it's really funny because uh I-, I remember when i was going down because the first thing he was like is, who who the fuck gave Ro my number and then we laugh <laughs> and then it, and it's funny because it, if you get to know Razor, like he has this weird, he's a very weird dude, like yeah. in the way of he's very techy, very into that shit. He loves learning, but at the same time, he really fucking hates helping people. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> because a lot of times people don't listen to what he's trying to tell them. Yeah. And he has no patience for that. Yeah. But if if you listen to what he says, he, he will help you 100%. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I fuck with him all the time. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of I kind of felt like that like that that he didn't like I, I didn't want to bother him. I just wanted him. I just wanted to know what he thought was what. But you know, he he extended the offer to kind of help me through it, and I was really grateful that he did that. No, and that's what I mean. Like he he'll take care of it, especially yeah. people that I talk about, and like I talk about you guys all the time. Yeah, yeah Rose funny, Rose funny. Yeah, yeah. so. So he'll help you out. Yeah, yeah. No, he, yeah, dude. So it was really not, it was really cool. It, it set me up for, the, you know, for, for this now. So I'm actually recording with all that stuff. And um, and and I, I was dying to record, dude, because when I set it up, I was already, you know, I had episodes banked and, you know, like I didn't need to record. I'm like, oh, damn it. My wife's like, so when are you going to, are you going to do a podcast for this thing? I was like, I, I, I can't yet. I don't have anyone to talk to yet because I'm so ahead right now. I don't need to use it. So I started doing like my intro and outro with it. So yeah, dude, it, it was, it's awesome. And yeah, I think once you have everything set, it, it kind of gives you like a little bit of a boost, you know, like you're like, fuck yeah, I'm legit now. No, oh, totally. Now you feel like a pimp, man. Yeah. Except I'm and not like pimping hose or, you know, just pimping equipment. 
I don't know if that makes anyway. Forget it. No, okay. you, you were the worst pimp. I uh, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know, man. So with World of Row, mm-hmm. what uh, what do you feel like the general gist of the show is, and is there anywhere that you wouldn't take it? Okay, so the I think the whole point of it was to kind of talk to people and hear their story and you know whatever whoever they are and the journey that they took to get where where they're at now it, it kind of like stemmed from well, okay so a long time ago right when social network came out like i i watched it a million times because i i thought it was so cool i mean facebook kind of sucks now but the way he created it you know and this kid's like 19 years old and he i mean granted he probably he stole kind of <clears throat> he kind of stole it i mean if you look at even the way steve Jobs, steve jobs kind of made apple and then how bill gates kind of stole it from him i mean you just sampled mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. anyway i was just enthralled with the whole thing of how like this guy created something and now he's a fucking billionaire or whatever he is i just i wanted to I, I, like i just like i saw like 30 different things like at one point you know i i was with my dad somewhere i was like look Somebody made a fucking mailbox, and now they're probably rich because they made a mailbox. And I'm granted, I didn't tell him fucking because, or the f bomb or whatever. I'm just like, look, somebody made a mail- mailbox, man, and see they, this fucking box here. Yeah, somebody fucking made that. Yeah, somebody made it, and they they sold it, and they made a crap ton of money. How did they How did they figure that out? Wouldn't you like to know? And he's like, well, yeah, that's kind of a good point maybe i mean or different things you know like who invented the parking lot stripes or whatever who invented this who you know what i mean so that i was just like i i wanted to hear that so if you were a stand-up comedian if you were in a band if you you did a podcast and you were successful at it or whatever who you are that's what i wanted to do now granted sometimes it goes real techie and i kind of look back on some of those episodes and i'm just like you know what i wish it could have been a little bit better i mean we all feel that way right so where well, what I would like, what do you mean by better? Like, I wanted to do more of like a make it more personable rather than you know, I don't want to be on the surface. Like, case in point, <clears throat> like, like Nick from the Epic Film Guys, I love talking to him on, on the show, it was great. All we did was talk about movies. Granted, I love movies, he loves movies, everybody loves movies, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wish you know, I did what I didn't know was that he likes to write screenplays. I mean, how did I? How did we miss that conversation? How did I not get into that? Or, mm-hmm. or like, um, and there was another one. I was list- I was going back and I was listening to. It. I was like, why the hell didn't I not even talk to him about that? Or like, even with you, like, why didn't we talk about like your music? You know, the band stuff when you started doing. The, you know, you got into music. You played in a band. Like, we didn't talk about that enough. You know what I mean? So I, you, I go back and I think, man, maybe I should have done it this way. I could have maybe asked this question a little bit better. You know, I should have dug deeper. And when you say where would I take it further or go down, I guess the whole, like, I mean, you asked a different question, but like further down the rabbit hole kind of thing. Yeah. I, I would, I, I think I would like to do that. I don't know if there's something that's not untouchable. Yeah. Like, do you feel there's any topics that you wouldn't want to cover? I don't think so, man. I don't, I don't think I, I, I think the, as, as the time progresses, I feel like I'm more confident with the with these with each episode i feel like i can go further in and talk more about stuff that you feel that you know i guess grab the listener and make it like a connection emotionally sometimes maybe yeah no i i believe that man and like for anybody that's listening to our show like 
Well, yeah, we're crazy as fuck, but yeah, there's but, there's been some times where we have some serious conversations. Yeah. And you know, and that I was going to get with you get with you on that, like the fear cast you did where you talked about, you know, the fa- your family, you know, the stuff mm-hmm. with your your kids. And I was going I was I was really kind of emotional at the time because or I was stressing out because my daughter was about to have an operation and I remember I texted you about it, you're like kids are resilient, man. She'll be fine. Totally. I, and I didn't get it when you said that. And then when I listened to Fearcast, I'm like, that's why he said that. That was like a deep episode, man. I mean, I was just like, damn, I didn't know you went through that, you know? <clears throat> yeah, that's what's been really crazy, especially with Fearcast. Like, Fifth Cast, we kind of keep it for the most part pretty light. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the reasons that I started my own show, Fearcast, was just because. It, not everything's light. Every day there's dark shit that happens. Yeah. So, and it gives me this opportunity to talk to anybody and do anything. And, and I think in, it's fine. It's definitely found its audience now, but in the beginning it was like the redheaded stepchild of the podcast world. Like, yeah, because I would have a show where it would just be me by myself talking about anything, whatever movies, paranormal stuff. And then I would have like the champ on and we would talk about combat sports. Right. And then I would have Jay on and we would talk about movies. So essentially it was like a couple of different podcasts all wrapped into one. Right. And I think originally people who liked hearing the UFC stuff would be like, fuck, I don't want to listen to this shit about movies. I don't care about movies. (laughs) Right. And so then to throw people off even more, I sat down with my wife and I was like, let's tell the story of us. Yeah. And that was, those were really good, dude. I thought those Thanks, were man. so amazing. It was. It's really fun. Like, and and she wants to like. We're gonna keep it going and talk about, um, like the move to to Calgary and how all that transpired and shit like that. So I mean, there's gonna be more. And I've actually had people reach out and be like, "I love this series so much." Yeah. Um. Just because it's it is. It's just That's you. A- you get deep. You put yeah. it all in. It's a it's a freaking emotional connection, and I and that's where a lot of people can permanently listen to your show. They I feel like they connect with you more than anything. So I think one episode, one, the, particularly the ones that I do with my dad, I did two parts with my dad. I wanted people to connect to me and get to know me more because I really don't talk about myself. I mean, I don't. I, I feel weird doing that because um, I mean, it's more about the people that I talk to and. Pod Underground to uh, inbox me. I haven't talked to him in a while. I hope he's doing well. But uh, he, actually, I haven't heard from him. In a while. Yeah, I I inboxed him on Slack and he hadn't responded. I was like, damn, where the hell is he? Mm-hmm. So I know. Yeah, I hope he's doing well. Um, every time an episode came out, he would always inbox me and say, you know what, this episode was great. I you're doing really good. You're, you're you know real nice. I mean, he hasn't really got on me per se ever since he started listening to Pick and Roll. But he was. He he told me he said you know you you should talk about yourself more you don't talk about yourself enough I I think and I said or I feel and I said okay well how can I do that you know I'm thinking to myself and I actually asked him he said well why don't you get your dad back on there maybe that that would be good I was like okay so and I thought about it I'm like oh this is perfect oh, people will know more about me when they hear my dad and I can in my monologue I can talk more about myself and I can say look this is what I want you know I mean this is what I'm trying to go for this is this is you know trying to connect so people who have known me for years 
for years, like my friend in, in Austin, the one that told me that he was really, he was really happy with how I was doing. felt connect, He was enjoying the show and that I'm comfortable. Anyway, he, he told me, he said, you know what, man, that episode, when I listened to it, I really felt like I was sitting there with you guys drinking and listening to y'all talk. I was like, that's what I wanted to go for. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted that. And I mean, a few other people like, uh, uh, the guy from the angry old man podcast told me he loved it. And a couple other people have told me they enjoyed it. And that was awesome. That, that was really good to hear. No, that's perfect, man. That is, that is what people want. Like people, people want to know a little bit more about Roe. They, they get that they get to be part of the world, but they want to know exactly what the guy that's running the world's all about. Well, that's what, that's why you're here and that's why you're doing this. Man, that's why I'm, I'm, I like this, man. I, yeah. like I said, I'm not much of an interviewer, but I no. can you can't and, talk. Uh, we do. We when we did episode ten, <laughs> we did. Dude, we did. We did like two podcasts, man. I'm so pissed off that my my laptop crashed. The other one lo- lost it. You know, yeah. I, never got to see the light of day. Yeah, and that one was pretty good too. But man, ten, <laughs> dude, I was listening. I listened to ten out of all, all the ones that I've done. I've listened to ten more than any of the other ones, aside from the ones with my dad. I'll go back and listen to them. But geez, dude, we were. It was that one was so funny. That's cool, man. I I really appreciate it, man. And yeah. then that's what we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it on ten. It's super weird to be able to connect with people that I've never met. Bad. Yeah, and and like I got guys like you and Ray and Clint that I I literally talk to almost every day. Yeah, like it's so weird. Yeah, but it's really cool. It is really cool. It's really cool. You, I kind of don't, you know, like a. I, the people that I was close to like two or three years ago, I'm not really close to them anymore. It's kind of weird. And I, I see that I used to see them all the time. I reconnected with a, a friend of mine that I hadn't talked to in like a year and a half. And that's, it's kind of weird sometimes seeing him in person because we hadn't talked for like a year and a half. And yeah. it, was, it was just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> strange. Very strange. It's weird times, man. It, um, it really is. So talking about the podcast and such, you've had a lot of people on, a lot of people from Potter and Family. Yes. Is there any shows that you personally would like to get onto? Yeah, that's a good question. I would. Okay, so I, I've that's been on here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on Fifth Cast. That was fun. Although I, I, I know you're, that show's not really meant to have guests guests on the show anymore. However, I mean, I enjoyed it. I wish I could have been better. Uh, let's see. I would like to maybe. Well, before you, you did fine. You did a great job. <laughs> um, I was two months in. I was like a two month rookie. Exactly. And you're right. Like fifth cast isn't really a guest sort of show. We, we've done a couple and, yeah. and they're fun, but for the most part, we just try to, uh, steer clear of that. Or if we're going to have somebody, we'd really prefer to have them in studio. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. Um, just cause that's like, that's the atmosphere you want to portray, right? Like right. we sit around, we're sh- just shooting the shit. We want you to feel like you're at a bar with your buddies, right. having some drinks, saying the most ridiculous shit you can. Right. I think if, if, if any other show, I'd like to be on the naked diner. I told Jack that once that I wanted to be on his show, <laughs> but he's like, oh, well we're booked till July. I was like, oh man. Cause he, he was recently on and we, I told him, I said, look. I like to be on the naked diner. He's like, well, we kind of go with, you know, and, and Jack's a, Jack's a really cool guy. His co-host Andy's really cool. He does stand up comedy. You 
you enjoy that but they go for more like stand-up comics and different type i mean i don't know the types of people but it is what it is um i know adam and i talked about having me on bootcast and that was a long time ago and i know he just dropped an episode of bootcast i'd like to talk with him again that'd be cool epic film guys i think that i would like to be on that show that's off the top of my head yeah yeah so have you i'm trying to think man have you been on a couple of shows already yeah actually you know i was on um i was on podcast fiend recently uh i was on robin slim the robin slim show that one was fun nice that's awesome yeah dude uh they they uh rob had messaged me back in like january and he said hey uh or no actually november pod pod underground actually got me and him in touch he said hey you know if you did robin slim i think that'd be good for you you know and they get you to network with other people so th- this this guy's really cool he's like looking out for me i've never met him in person he's saying hey why don't you you know he's trying to network with me network me with robin slim so I go, yeah, so we had something set up for January. I couldn't do it because my work schedule changed. And Rob said, okay, well, just get back to me. And so we didn't talk for like a month or two. And I'm thinking I pissed him off because I kind of bailed on him like, you know, 20, you know, 48 hours before I was supposed to go on or whatever. Because literally, man, they, they changed my work schedule. I mean, I, I can't just say, oh, fuck it. I, I have to. I'm not gonna fucking go to work, you know. I have to. Yeah, you know, I don't need job. Or, <laughs> yeah, my kid don't need to eat. Yeah. So, so I didn't. So uh, March comes or April comes. I, Rob and I kind of DM each other on Twitter every now and again. I said, hey, um, it was like mid April. I'm like hey, mid April, and I said, hey, uh, do you uh, do you still want me to be on your show? And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. You know, and he, Rob's a really cool guy, and he said, yeah, we got something set up for this day, and I said. That might not, that's not going to work because, um, unfortunately, that's my daughter's having surgery that week. He said, Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, maybe this week. And I said, Okay. So we figured it out. And I was on the show and I was on there for like 30 minutes. And they, they do like a four hour show. Holy and, shit. <laughs> yeah. They do a, like, it's like a radio show kind of thing. And, and the whole time they're just, they have like each hour or like, you know, they have segments, right? So they have d- different people that come on the show. And they do, they do, they do like what you guys do, you know, with the video and they put it on YouTube and everything like that. So I was on there and I talked and it was pretty crazy because they, they were, you could tell they were having a good night, you know, sipping back some, some suds, some brew. So the, it, it was cool to talk to them. I had some a lot of grandpa's fun. cough medicine. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, that was fun. Uh, I enjoyed that one. And then I was with Jeff on his show podcast fiend and i enjoyed talking to him because he he wants to know technical stuff and he he's more he his show has kind of like been more about you know the technical aspect of podcasting and you know things like that where mine was kind of like that and it's kind of ventured off and so we did like a what do you call it a swap cast i think that's, that's what he called it so he was on he was on mine i was on his and so that's how that went. And then I was actually on just on the just John podcast and John hasn't released it yet, but that was back in like March. So I don't mean to put him on blast. If he hears this, sorry, John, Yo, what's up, John? Yeah, like, man. Drop that shit, homie. Yeah. What? <laughs> Watch it. It'll come out before this will come out. And then you'll look like such a douche. I know. Right. That'd be crazy. I, I, I'll ask him like on a weekly basis, John, where the hell is it at? Oh man. You know, I've been really busy and, and John's a sweet guy. He's just been busy. I get it. Yeah, uh, shit, shit happens, man. And yeah. like, 
I can't like it, what blows my mind is when you're like, yeah, I've got a couple episodes in the can. I'm like, I can't even imagine that, dude. I just I'm like proactive with it, man. <laughs> just that's like been my whole mentality. Just because when we started pick and row, we we fell we were one of the you know we fell behind because of the whole uh, we couldn't we weren't making an episode every week and that's like the whole goal was was to make it every week and you know and, and pick you know consistency the, man consistency. Yep, that's what it is so i said you know what i'm not gonna fall victim to that i'm gonna record as many episodes as i can and i'm always i've always got one ready to go that's cool man because uh i don't know we do like our show's got a lot of topical shit so right. that's what makes it a little bit harder right um but uh yeah i don't know it's it's pretty it's every once in a while like when we're interviewing bands it's not so bad because then you can can one of those and it it doesn't hurt you at all but like right nine times out of ten we're talking about shit that's happening right now exactly and you're like "Uh, it's harder to do that that, yeah yeah like could you imagine six weeks later we're like so at the cincinnati zoo they killed a gorilla people like you're dumb yeah and and you know we're we're noticing that i'm noticing that now that we've we started doing pick and row show again because we've done two episodes in like the last six weeks. And the second one we did, we, he, we started talking about Prince and I'm like, dude, he, he passed away like three weeks ago. Pick. Oh, we still got to acknowledge it. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> we still got to talk about the purple rain, baby. Yeah. So we talk about it and, and whatever. And, and then he talked about Kobe retiring. I'm like, dude, he retired like three weeks ago, bro. He's like, well, we didn't talk about it. I was like, okay. So we had the, Anyway, whatever. So <laughs> you're like, motherfucker, we've been off for six months. There's a lot of shit we didn't talk about. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't. And and the cool thing is, is we didn't go into detail about the solo show. I didn't want to, you know, mention it on there either. So I want to keep it separate. You know, separate identities. No, totally, and I get that, man. Like, like fear and, cast and fifth cast, right? Yeah, fuck. I don't. I don't even associate with those motherfuckers. <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to. Uh, I like to bust his balls. Whenever my show is doing better than uh, we call it our show, his show, but I'm like, yeah, I'm on Fearcast doing me bad. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, because it, it seems like Fifth Cast is really like his, right? We kind of we, he's like we're all hosts, but we kind of let him run the show, right? And uh, so I don't know. So we call it call it his show, but and like Lights Out Radio was MDI's show, and then Got Balls was kind of her show, and yeah. I don't know, man. Fuck. Every time, like, you start seeing all the all the stuff coming up with uh, football f- football season, and you start getting that itch again. Oh yeah. So what's <sighs> so got balls? Is it coming back? I don't know. I don't know. Y'all talked I, about it. I, that I don't know. It sounds like you have talked about it. I don't know. We've been we've been thinking about it. I, like I I don't personally I haven't really talked to the other two, so I don't know. But I know like MDI that was her favorite show. Yeah. And. uh and I, I don't know. We're at kind of at a place right now where I think we could probably pull it off. You probably you could totally could do it. So uh, just get I, just get Ray to come on the fifth cast and take over for you. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're taking you're taking over, son. Yeah, you taking over, you New York guy, or whatever. <laughs> you, Shit, I don't know what's going on. New York guy, you New Yorker, the New York. You taking over? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was going with that. I don't know what you're going, man. So that's cool, man. So you keep the shit separate, and uh, and like so when when you guys finally did come back on the scene, yeah, uh, did you 
did you acknowledge the hiatus or did you just do another show? No. Well, well, judging by that question, you didn't listen, which is fine. It's okay. I don't listen to Pick and Roll. Wow. There, you heard it here first, son. You know what? You did tell me that last time, but you did that off the record. Yeah. Now he's officially put it on the record that he That's never it. listened it's to. It's on blast. I don't listen to that shit. Okay, fair enough. If I'm a listen, bro, I'm listen, my mijo. <laughs> it's gonna be the world of mijo. <laughs> oh yeah. So what we did was we said, okay, well we did. So it was kind of cool, right? I, I kind of had fun with it. I did the we we took a I took the bit from Pol- Poltergeist and did the whole we're back and then cued into the music, did the intro and then. You know, Chuck or Pick just kind of said, "Oh, sorry about that, guys. I got cared, got caught up in my job, and and he really did. I mean, the guy got promoted, and a lot was called upon him to do, and he kind of um, had to do it. You know, I mean, you, you, podcasting wasn't paying the bills. I mean, you got to go with what's paying the bills, and you got to take care of your stuff. And I totally get that. I w- I was mad. Oh, obviously, I mean, I was a little frustrated. You <laughs> you already know about that, yeah. but <laughs> he, I mean." At the end of the day, I just said, you know what? I, I understand. I get it. I was itching to get a podcast out. I mean, he was on a different time frame. That's what happens sometimes. But when you have a co-host and one of them's either really into it or one of them's not, you're the exception of the rule because all three of you all are into it. <laughs> and some people don't don't have that luxury. MDI could take it or leave it. Really? <laughs> she, she tells us that daily. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Well. Um, it's funny, man, because like a lot of people love her. Yeah, because of her, she's just raw, you know. Like, 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 like yeah. I said last time, I was like, dude, she just like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, she don't play. Like yeah. on the latest, <laughs> she has another run in with the law. Yeah, and she's just straight up telling this cop, "You suck my balls." Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I, like, yeah. I'm a big scary dude, and I ain't telling no cop to suck my balls. Hell no. My yeah. wife's just like, yeah, get get the fuck out of the way. Dude, like the when Fifth Cast started, it was just like her pissed off about the mic stand. That was hilarious. <laughs> I am like, well, let's start this over. They're like, no, fuck it. I'm like, all right, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so he 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 acknowledged it. I mean, it. I mean, it is what it is. So uh, yeah. So now, I mean, you can go into it or not go into We're it. We're gonna go you, into it. Nothing you, is untouchable. Do you feel like? Have you guys hashed it out? Like, was he upset that you definitely that, that you you took that step? You went on, you went solo. You know what? He we haven't really <clears throat> talked about it. I did tell him. So when I finally came to the conclusion that I was going to do a solo show, and mind you, I had been talking about it since American Thanksgiving, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ours is you know in November, and I was telling my wife. And my wife was like, well, well, you should do it, but you should talk to him first before you do it, just so that way he knows. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to do it. I just, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to have that talk with him. I don't want it to be awkward. And then I'm I'm talking to her, and I'm texting you, and you're like, just fucking do it. Just go do it, man. <laughs> like, you, you're never going to do it unless you just go out there, you, unless you just go and do it. And then I'm like, <sighs> so I'm putting it on. That's like Thanksgiving, late November. December rolls around, Christmas time. I I'm still frustrated. I'm telling her I'm I'm gonna do it. She's like, "Well, have you talked to him?" I said, "Well, no." She's like, "Well, you have to have that talk with him first. And I said, "Yeah, you're right. I gotta do that talk, you know." And again, I go to you, man. I want to do this. I want to do this. And you come on, you you remember this? Oh yeah, man. By then I'm like, motherfucker, just do it or don't do it. Like 
<laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. You both know you want to do it. We're not waiting around no time. And I was like, fuck it. You do it on the, you don't even have to tell him. Just do it on the slide. There you Either go. Daddy having an affair. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, okay. So that time we had that, when, when I tell, when I told you again, and I text you again, you said, look, why don't you do this? And I said, okay, what, what do you, what should I do? You said, record like 20, 30 minutes of yourself, just talking by yourself. See if you can do it. See how you feel. And if you like it, then just go for it. I said, okay. So, like, it's first, a lot. It's a lot like the first time you touch yourself. Wow, you're exploring your body. You're exploring your podcast. Well, I was gonna you say like, like riding a bike or, or something, but I mean, <laughs> shit, riding a bike. Nah, it's the first time you touch your wiener, man. Do you like it? Fuck, you're gonna do it a lot then. Wow. If you can do it solo, man. So any wow, that's that's just I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about that because that anyway. Oh, you oh you act like you don't touch yourself, man. Fuck you. Okay, so anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. We're talking about. I know, but we're also finding out where World of Row won't go. <laughs> this show isn't about fucking self improvement with masturbation stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you're hiding shit. Anyway, anyway. So, <laughs> And so I did it, you know, I did the 20, 30 minutes and I said, I can totally do this thing. And then two weeks later, we record the first episode. Yeah. And then, oh, okay. So before we do that, I text him and I said, look, we we had just done the episode uh, 17 or whatever it was. And I said, look, we're, we're obviously not able to do this all the time. We're on a consistent basis. Why don't we just take a break? You know, you got the stuff going on with work and I'll just chill or whatever i said but i am gonna start a side project is what i called it and he said okay cool you know like real you know whatever and it's been you know <laughs> so, so you called him up and you're like yo i need to see other people and he was just like yep yeah, that's cool well, like you know, trying to play like cool man well you know he kind of like he kind of did something like where I, I mean he probably i think he, he probably felt like i was like gonna start another podcast with somebody else, and it's like no, 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 no. I'm doing this by myself because I toured with the idea. Remember, I, t- I kept telling him, I was like, dude, we should do something together. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of like blowing smoke up my ass and telling me, yeah, that we should do, we could do something. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, this guy doesn't fucking want to do anything with me. So what am I? Why am I even even? Why am I even like thinking about doing a podcast with this guy? He's blowing smoke up my ass. He doesn't have time. You're talking about A and Way. Yes. Come on, man. That could still ha- part of the problem is. Yes. Uh, I've got so much you, on the you, go. You do. That's exactly. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at, man. And deep, deep down, man, I would totally do it. I because I mean, I, we've already done this show three times. And yeah. I, it's not like at any point I'm like, eh, this motherfucker's boring. <laughs> like clearly, we could do a show. It would be no problem. Yeah. It's just. It's just a matter of time. And I did feel I was like, man, I don't want to lead him on. Yeah, and, but, and and I understood. I understood, man. He, I think at the time, man, we had we already had three shows going. You did. You had gut balls. You had fear cast. You had fifth cast, and I think y'all were y'all were already talking about getting Ray on Naked Porch on on the network. And so, I mean, I I, I get it. You know, I, I wasn't upset about it. I was just like, oh, you know what? Maybe you know we'll we'll figure something out. But we've been able to podcast three different times on this podcast, so it's it's totally cool. Yeah. And it's funny when you're first talking about World of Road to me and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it by myself. I'm going to do it by myself. So I, I thought you were just going to do it by yourself. So yeah. I was like, 
yeah, man, don't worry. It's not like cheating. You can do it. Go out. You have fun. Do what you got to do. <laughs> and then I turned out to be the fucking mistress yeah. on number one. You were. Dude, let me ask you this. Do a lot of your friends like from high school, do they listen to your podcast? Um, or no. Like, like, not no, really. No? Like, you, we got a couple of people. Like one one guy, uh, Tulp, he's... Uh, he wasn't like he he was an acquaintance. He wasn't like one of my best friends or nothing. We just we knew him in high school. I played on a couple of teams with him. Yeah, and like he's become one of my our biggest supporters. Like oh, everything nice. we do, he's, he likes it or shares it, and uh, and it's weird. But then yeah, like my my best buds, yeah, they don't fucking listen to shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I <laughs> that, that kind of bums me out. Like like the whole Facebook thing. I, I sometimes I really hate to publish when an episode comes out, I mean, I'll still do it, but it's so weird, man, because there's so many people that I, that I have as friends on there. And like, you put the link on there, like just click on the fucking link. People, it's not that hard to do. You're my friends. You should have more interest in it than anybody else. I know. And that's what I, and like my friends have been on the show. Yeah. And, uh, I think they listen to the one that they're on and that's about it. Or like, the irritating parts for me is like when we had Michael Price on. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was such a good writer. episode. Oh, thanks, man. Award-winning writer for The Simpsons and fucking F is for Family. Yeah. And they're like, "How did you get him?" Oh my gosh. And I'm like, "Cause I'm the shit." What do you mean? How did I get him? Or like, we've had a couple of decent like sized bands, and I'm like, "Yeah, they're going to be on the show." And they're like, "What is it you do again?" You like. And I'm like, you can just eat a bag of dicks. Like, don't even, I don't even want you to listen now. Don't even try. Yeah, dude. I, oh man, that, doesn't that frustrate the hell out of you? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. And so, like, I went through the same thing where I would share an episode uh, on Facebook and get no likes or nothing. Right. And, uh, and that's just like when I, all I had was my friends on Facebook. And I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, these are the people that should be supporting me more than anything. And right. they don't. They have zero interest unless I have them on the show. So now on Facebook, I've added tons of people, like strangers who listen to the show. I yeah. like other podcasters. And now when I put it out, it gets a whole bunch of likes. So to me, every time I get a like that's not one of my friends, I'm like, ha, fuck you. Yeah, totally, man. <clears throat> it like it, it it just turned me off to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not gonna publish. I'm not going to post this on Facebook. You guys don't even freaking read it, you jerks. But if it's something about guns or freaking the presidential race, you're going to fucking comment or whatever. So I'm just like, you know, whatever. I'm done. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, that's a whole other bag of of shit to get into. But just the whole, I mean, it, it, it really bothered me. And I hadn't thought about it all that much until when Court was on. He talked about how, like, his friends don't they don't know in real life he, he called it he's like in real life they don't listen to my podcast and i was like and i said they don't right it's kind of messed up now that I, now that you mention it none of my friends actually listen i mean some of my friends do right? let me let me clarify that but not as much people as you think would when you post it on facebook yeah so it's just like ah piss off facebook that's why it's twitter's where it's at no, and it has, and, I, and Twitter has been a, a big help. And I mean, we've met many awesome people through Twitter. Um, yeah, and, likewise. And, and yeah, same here. Yeah, exactly. And like, so, are there any guests that you're like who? Who is the gray white buffalo? 
Like, who would you love to have on Dude. more than anybody else? Oh, man. Well, obviously, I'd like to have, uh, I mean, Colt on the show just to talk to him. That would be a huge honor. Or even even Marin, dude. I'd like to talk to Marin. Now, have you reached out to either of these guys? Okay, well, <laughs> that's no, I haven't reached out to to Marin, but I have. It's it's pretty cool. I've actually exchanged emails with with Colt Cabana a couple of times. So you got the lingo. We got the Why lingo going. Hit the record button, man. Well, I have to have him on Skype first in order to do that. I mean, he's an independent wrestler slash comedian. He doesn't exactly have a whole lot of time to be on podcasts that are still kind of trying to establish themselves i'm you know i i really am gonna go after it though i think this year i'm gonna like you know i'm, I'm the rest of the year i'm gonna hit it hit it pretty hard and try to get as many people on the show guests on the show and kind of you know up the ante i guess you will as if you will because if you will there you go that's what i was trying to say and and i and you listened to that episode with court you i mentioned you because you said if you're gonna get a guest just you know if you, you have them on twitter they're following you you're following them inbox them ask them yeah. if they say no they say no it's not the end of the world man you you can find different types of people and so one day i did that man like i just inboxed like inbox like everybody i thought would be interesting to talk to so i inboxed like five people man and they all like with the exception of one they all responded and they said yeah i'll do it so like like the uh, episode uh 13 and 15 i interviewed two comedians Ironically, they I had no idea that they they had done a a, a skit to, uh, like a show together because their 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 last names are both Hanson. So episode thirteen, I inboxed it was, it was a Natasha Pearl Hanson. I inboxed her and I asked her, "Hey, I, you've you're pretty impressive stuff you have going on there, and I saw that you're a comedian. I, I really like comedians. Would you be interested in being in my podcast and telling your story?" Yeah, I love podcasts. I love to be on on a podcast. She's like, oh, I see you're from Texas. That's badass, you know, whatever. And so we scheduled it, and I had a conversation with her. And she she's, like, from Wisconsin. So she ended up being, like, a Green Bay Packer fan, even cooler. Perfect. Yeah. And, dude, and she's cool as shit. You know, she, she every time I post the episode or, you know, and I, I tag her in it, she's always freaking retweeting it. And I have, like, a good rapport with her, too, because I'll email her every now and again and, and ask how everything's going. And then Brianna, uh, Brianna Hansen, they they did like a stand-up comedy thing together. So she was freaking cool, man. Both of them really cool. I reached out to both of them. They said, yeah, I'll do it. And I reached out to a couple other people, and they said they'd do it. We're just trying to schedule it out. So it, it's badass, man, because like you said, we're, we're meet, I'm meeting different people. Like you're meeting different bands. I'm networking networking with different people. And, and some people were like fucking cool about it, you know? Like they just want to put their brand out there and everything, man. Well, that's what it is, man, and that and that's why I said, dude, just just ask, because that's what I did, and that's how I've landed a couple of the people that I'm like, fuck, I don't know how the hell I, I but it's just a matter of, you know, why not? Yeah, you, you just got to be prepared for some people to say no or not respond to you, yeah. and whatever. The, you can't get butthurt about it. You just do it. Yeah, dude, and 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 that's that's the mentality that I'm having. So was that like with you? Did you reach out to Michael Price? Yeah, I just. Uh, I tweeted something and he, I think he liked it. Or, and then I looked and he was following us and I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. so I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Razor and MDI. I'm like, yeah. yo, like, what do you think? Like, should I try to reach out to this guy? And Razor's like, you don't give a shit about us. <laughs> and I was like, mm, fuck it. And so I just, I sent it off and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah. 
And the whole time we thought we were getting catfished, man. We didn't, we didn't think it was the real dude. And <laughs> like you can see the video on YouTube because uh, we're like, we're gonna video this because if it turns out to be like some fourteen-year-old kid just fucking with us, I still want to talk to this kid. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that turned out to be the real dude, and we had a like an amazing conversation. Yeah, you were you were nervous going into that one, right? Yeah, man, because he's the real deal. But then, you know what? After you talk to him, you realize this is just another human. He just happens to do some shit. Yeah. That was such a good episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. I really like that one. And, uh, you know, you you went after it. You got it. And that's that's what I'm trying to do, man. I I really am trying to go after, like, people. So I think I I remember I told you one time uh, I tweeted at, at John DiMaggio and I said, you everyone knows you as Bender, but you're the best at Mar as Marcus Phoenix. I think I texted him that or tweeted him <laughs> that and I put like hashtag Marcus Phoenix or something <clears throat> like that. He liked my tweet. I'm like, oh shit, he liked my tweet. Okay, I'm gonna go in for the kill. Hey man, I have a podcast. Would you would you be a guest on my show? And he, he just like totally blew me off. <laughs> yeah, man, and that'll happen. I mean, uh, like a lot of these guys, especially voice work, like guys that that's their living. They've been on tons of podcasts. They get asked yeah. every day to be on. Podcasts. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure he does because I mean, he's an actor and he's a voice actor, but he's primarily a voice actor. And man, dude, that, w- that would be awesome if I had him on. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, keep trying, man. Like, oh yeah, and it's and it's funny because I used to be uh, nervous about talking to people. Yeah. Uh, and asking them, and now I don't even give a shit. Like, right, yeah, I, I, I ended up. I was talking with uh, Brian Slagle, who's the CEO of Metal Blade Records. Nice, and yeah, and it, it's just so weird because it's just a dude. Like, sure, he's got a big fancy title and he's done some amazing things, but at the end of the day, it's just a dude. He likes to talk. I like to talk, and uh, and then other people like I've got bands like verified bands that keep following me and unfollowing me and I don't know what the game is. Yeah. So now I just I call them out on it. I'm like yeah. either you're in or you out. Go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> and then they'll like that tweet and it's like I don't know what's the plan, but whatever. I'm just having fun with it. Yeah. That <laughs> that's hilarious. You so you're you're kind of going within like the the Bruce Dickinson mentality, right? You're like he's like. Relax, babies. I put my pants on one leg at a time, like you guys. Except when I put my pants on, I sell gold-plated records. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that's good. Good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Like so. So Colt, uh, is there anybody else that you're like, man? I would just, I would die if I got so and so on. Oh man, dang, dude, I haven't. Oh, you, you know what? There's okay. So I just recently got into this comedian and I mean, he seems like he might be a reachable get because he, he's still kind of like coming up, but have you heard of Bert Kreischer? Uh, the name sounds familiar. He does a show. He does a show called Bert the Conqueror. Okay. So he has a podcast, right? And I had no idea who he was. So I'm, I'm. Like I said, I follow Cole Cabana on Twitter, and I saw on my feed, he's like, hey, check out this podcast. I was on Bert, the Bertcast. I'm like, okay, let me hear it. So they like two hours of him talking, and the dude's fucking hilarious. I'm like, man, this guy sounds like pretty cool. Let me, I, so I follow him or whatever, and like I'll, I'll tweet at him sometimes, and he'll like it. I'm like, this, might, this guy might be pretty cool to talk to. Maybe one day, that, that'd be another one. But I, I think it's anybody you feel like that's inspired inspiring i mean there's so many people right i mean i, I could say oh, i yeah. want to i want to talk to like 
the DeLeo brothers from STP, or I'd want to talk to Paul McCartney or whoever, or you know what, maybe Jonathan Taves or, or anybody like that, dude. But I mean, it's at the end of the day, I mean, anybody that's, that's I find to be inspiring or somebody who can tell a good story or an amazing story, or they've had an amazing career or whatever. I'd, I'd want to talk to them. So, so did Michael Price listen to like any of your other episodes before you came on or? I don't know. We never really asked him. We, it, we kind of didn't think it was going to happen at all. And then when it happened, we just lived it and just kind of kept that experience. And he, yeah. he t- and like Mike, he's like I said, he's a fucking award winning writer for the Simpsons and F has got family. And anytime we put it out, he fucking retweets it. Nice. And they are doing a season two for F is for family. I saw, I know we've kind of talked about maybe having him on and but I don't know. It's, it's one of those things like, I don't know. We're not big fans of going back to the well unless it's like having a butt on or something like that. But yeah. it'd be cool to talk to him again. See kind of what they're. I think we, if we are going to pursue it, we're going to wait till the till the episodes are out. Yeah, and then we'll have a little bit more to talk about. And because when we did talk to him, like we were like, we would love if next time you come on, you fucking like bring Bill Burr or like somebody else from the show. And yeah, he's like, yeah, I think I can set that up. And nice. So. I don't know. Who knows if it'll happen, but like that's kind of something that we're we're looking to pursue in the future. Well, it definitely could happen, right? You never know. Yeah, you never know. You talk to the right people, and like I said, you, you don't get it unless you ask for it, and what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Well, fuck it. You move on to the next thing. Exactly. Man, at the end of the day, you have a fantastic show. Yeah. This, Thank you. This is episode 25, man. Wow. 25 and weeks straight. Do you think that from January, when you finally stuck your toe in the water, that you would be here? Honestly? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I did. Good. I was 100% confident that I was going to be here. Now, did I expect... uh, for it to be as successful as it had been? No. I knew that I would keep doing it, but when you when you see the results, and I'm not going to go into numbers because I'm not going to share that with anyone because I'm, yeah, f you anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No, anyway, <laughs> um, no, you know, I with the the results the way they've been, it's been very, it's been very awesome and humble and you know whatever, all amazing because. I mean, at least according to the Lipson, they're they're real. So I'm gonna say they're real. So I'll take it as they are. But it, it's been pretty awesome, man. I remember when when I dropped when we dropped episode one. I told you, hey, I'm dropping it this day. And when I dropped it, I came back to you uh, like uh, two days after I dropped it. As I said, dude, there's like 80 downloads or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't even expect 80. I thought it was gonna be like 50. The whole week. And it's only two days old. You're like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Keep tweeting that shit out. Is that okay? I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it on Facebook. Okay, cool. And damn, uh, from that point, from like late January to now, you're just like, hell yeah. You you stuck with it. You believed in it. And you you just kept going with it. And that's what that was awesome. I mean, aside aside from the the temporary ACAST thing, and there's nothing against ACAST. I just... It's, it just didn't work out with them having this podcast on there. Uh, I prefer to be where I'm at now, and I, I enjoy it. I'm I'm really proud of it, actually, man. I'm I'm more proud of it. Uh, I'm gonna say this with, with all due respect, but I am more proud of it than pick and roll because you know why? It was my thing. 
I put forth every inch of it and I put a lot of time into it and I prepare for it and by getting, you know, always trying to network and find different people on the show. Perfect. So you know what that means to me? What's that? I was right. Yes, you, <laughs> you were right. You were right. And and, and I, like I said in 10 and I said in episode one, you always had my back. You always supported it and you believed in me. And that's why you're doing this. Thanks, man. And I do appreciate it. And I do 100% believe me. I believed in you back then. Yeah. I, t- I told you, I said, you can do it and you'll you'll do very well at it. And I'm not going to lie, man, you, you've done even better than I thought. Like, like wow. I said, I listened to the, the court one and I'm like, this dude has his shit handled. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Nah, keep killing it, man. I am going to keep killing it. I'm going to fucking just, you know, shoot the finger at everyone who thought I couldn't do it. Do you have some haters? Do I have some haters? I think I have, I don't think I have haters. I think I have people that are. Maybe they are haters. Maybe detractors. Haters, detractors, the same thing, right? There's probably people out there either... First off, and I want to say this, the people that, that I have that are friends with me on Facebook and they don't... If you haven't listened to it, what the hell's wrong? What the hell's going on with you? you got to listen to it. <laughs> You're disappointing me for not listening to it. Um, the people who have who have tried to slow me down or cool my jets, and I think you know what I mean by that, just... Mm-hmm. That you, uh, you're not gonna stop me. I'm gonna keep going, and I'm gonna fucking fuck shit up every week, and no one's gonna, no one's gonna top me or whatever. Whatever. No, I got you. I got you. No, they're just not. No, man. I, I'm gonna like it. I think it, it. All it does is it fuels it. I mean, I'm just like the way you. I'm sure you go with it. The way the, your mentality when you go into it. No, that's exactly what you got to do, man. Like, and, and that's what I mean. You, you've done it. You've, uh, you've got a show that you love and you enjoy doing. And uh, well, yeah, like you're, you've got ones in the can. You're so excited to, yeah, you know, to get them going. Dude, so, I mean, it's it's impressive. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, at one point, I had like three episodes done, like ready. <laughs> what the hell was that? Was that a machine gun? Yeah, she's getting real up here in the great way. No, you guys don't do that. You don't. You don't. And no, I don't want to say that. That's not right. No, it's not. The no, time. no, no. I, Bite your tongue, son. Yeah, there's a different time for that. Like three, dude. I had three episodes ready, like done. Intro out. You know, podcast outro. I told I. I told. I think I told John or somebody. I said they're all ready to go. I'm just waiting for which one I'm gonna do this week or that week. Which I was like picking. It was, uh, that's a cool feeling. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. No, it's good. And like I said, I've been with you from the beginning. You have. Uh, I plan on being around for as long as you'll have me. Yes. Uh, Essentially, I'll sum it up with, I ain't never going to give you up, bro. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) So, I mean, just keep doing a fantastic job, dude. Uh don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about what people think. You're killing. You got a great show. It's fucking Norm McDonald. Not Norm McDonald. Uh, Michael McDonald. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's Thanks, good, man. Nah, Thanks. Man. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you hosting it. You were Thanks a good t- host. Nah, it was bullshit. <laughs> nah, dude. We look at that, man. We, we this is this is good, man. This is really good. 
Awesome. I really appreciate you doing it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had, a, I wouldn't have had any other person do it. I would have rather appreciated being you. No, I appreciate that, man. Like I said, anytime you're my boy, I'll do it. You have a great show. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Nah. Hey, did you want to plug your stuff before we close up, or you don't need? You don't feel the need to. <laughs> man, those motherfuckers know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you want, man, head over to fifcpodcast.com. That's all. I'll give you everything's there. Our social medias, our blogs, our YouTube's. It's all there. And he has a journal, and he writes in it every day. Dear diary, <laughs> this morning I smelled unicorns, and that yeah, I don't know. But, and Rick did not look at him. No. He got <laughs> Rick rolled. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. All right, so that's going to do it, guys. Episode 25 is in the books. 25 episodes you guys have been here from if you've been here from 1 to 25 thank you so much if you started out late you came in after or whatever if you you know what go back and listen to all of them you know start with 1 which was which is with fear and then 10 he's on 10 but there's so many good ones between 1 to 10 and then even 10 to now uh, this is just such an amazing project I really thank fear for doing the, the podcast and hosting the podcast it was so much fun and thank you to all of you for your support and for everything that you've done for me over the last 25 weeks. That's right, folks. 25 weeks, there has been a World of Row episode. And I couldn't have done it without, without all of you. So um, thank you again. And tune in next week for episode 26. Hopefully it's, it's just as good as this one. Most of them are always good, right? I mean, World of Row is great every week. So um, let's start that social media stuff. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine. You can follow... You can follow me at Roel Santos Jr. You can also email me at RoelSJR at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, if you're a podcaster or anybody type of any, any type of entertainment, media, whatever, and you want to be on the show and want to tell your story, please get at me there. I Guys, I am working on worldofro.com. It's still taking some time. It's very, very DIY, so if you see it, don't laugh or criticize. I'm still relatively new to the internet game, so... Uh, check it out. I mean, don't check it out. Just wait. I'll let you know when it's coming. But it, when it's available, it's going to be rad. All right. So um, we'll enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your 4th of July. And you've been listening to The World of Row. I am Row and you're not. And let's stay tuned as The World of Row continues to turn. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, it's on. Like Donkey Kong. And this is the news. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> Just, I'm going to do the whole thing like, well, this is Walter Cronkite. <laughs> we are talking to Roe, founder of the World of Roe podcast. I mean, found, man, that's like a big word. Founder. Founder. Head CEO and chief cocksucker. Okay, well, you know what? Not all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me know when you want me to go. I'm already going, fool. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I can always take this out, so you're cool. Unless you want, you can keep all this. It's gold, man. No, it ain't, it ain't gold. Cussing you out. Well, you can... Fuck you, man. Something. Fuck Walter Cronkite.
Man, that's terrible. Yeah. You, 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 you a mean man.